Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad. This is the second hour of Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer and Cody Jansen with you today. Oilers Now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Digitex. Alberta. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted at Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. And you can reach us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, the River Cree Resort and Casino Excitement. Bet on it. That's where we're going momentarily. But not before I tell you, Japanese Village open to serve you to any one of their five Edmonton and area locations featuring Japanese A5 Wagyu. Visit jbedmonton.ca. For the horses and a horse racing Alberta, live thoroughbred racing Fridays and Saturdays out at Century Mile Racetrack. Uh, free admission, free parking. And uh, for post times and more information, uh, more information, visit thehorses.com. We welcome back to the show. Uh, you either love them or hate them. Some of you don't love them. Others of you do. Uh, we welcome back Mark Spector. Hello, Speck. How are you doing? Pretty good. Bobby, what's going on, my friend? You're still working hard here. You ever get a break or what's going on? Man, I am going, no, I'm, I'm going to host the show until at least the last week of July. So right. we're going to... Yeah, because we got, uh, obviously, got the NHL draft, and then we have free agency, and then I'm going to take uh, a couple weeks off late July, early August, just before the uh, World Juniors come here. That'll be an interesting situation. I wonder how many. I know they were going to, the plan was to invite the entire team back, but you're going to have several guys that are going to want to make their NHL teams in the fall and maybe not put themselves in the position where they might get hurt. So that's going to make for a real interesting tournament. But, no, I'm going to. Well, for sure. I'm going to go hard for at least the next six weeks. So for all those Stauffer haters out there, I'm sorry. But you know what? You either love it or you don't. Hey, speaking of haters, I don't often do this, but I'm going to uh, read you a text because I don't necessarily agree with the text because uh, I'm kind of somewhere in the middle on said player. Message for Spectre. 
As a reader, this is from Adam in the Hat. As a reader and a listener for a very long time, I want him to know that his pursuit of drumming up negative stories about Jesse Pugliarvi's play or language barrier, barrier or playing future, etc., etc., is bordering on unprofessional conduct, says Adam in the Hat. I have recently tuned Mark out for his lack of creativity, inability to find something or somebody else to write about. Uh, this is where I'm at. This is where he's taking me to. Mark, I got to tell you, I don't think that you're always on Paul Yarby's case. Um, I, I think you've, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I sense you've been, let's put it this way. I may have been two or three years ago more patient than you on Yes to Paul Yarby. Can we agree on that? Two or three years ago? Yes. Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Because even I'm coming over into the middle on the player. Okay, even I'm sitting here going, <laughs> okay, Jesse, like you got to have more than five or six goals in a 50 game run, but there's a cautionary tale in that player we just saw in Valerie Nachushkin. So for the people that are out there saying, I don't want the Oilers pull Yarby to turn into another Nachushkin, I'd say, well, that kind of makes sense to me. But also to the people out there saying, well, wait a sec here now. Nachushkin was playing in Dallas, and yeah, Jamie Benn was there and Sagan was there, but it's not like you had the opportunity to play with McDavid and Dreisaitl. So take me where you're at right now with Yesapoliarvi at this time, Speck. Well, I just wrote on him yesterday. I uh, went up this morning. And, uh, you know, I think we have to find the things we can agree on on all sides on this guy. I mean, he's, you know, he's 24. He's a 6'4", 210, exactly the same size as Nachushkin. You know, he's an above-average skater. He's got an above-average wrist shot, but not very accurate, right? He doesn't, you know, he's not a sniper that kicks corners all night long. I think that is fair. I'm not, that's not a object, you know, that's that's not a subjective. That's objective. Um, he is entering at age 24, Bob. You know, the uh, to me, and tell me if you don't agree with this, when a player hits 25, he begins his prime years in the National Hockey League. Yes. He goes from being a young player to a not a young player anymore. To, to a, you know, this is you can really start to look at a guy when he's 25. Yeah, Nakushkin in his 26 and 27 year became a 26 goal, a 25 goal scorer. So there is that comparison. Um, but you know, I want to. I'll give you an example. Remember when the when Theo Fleury came along, and he was this five foot nine guy that was the, one of the best. You know. It was a, literally a all-star one of the best players in the game well for the next decade everybody drafted who drafted a, young, a small player said oh he's just like flurry how many of those guys were just like flurry bob not a lot maybe none so you can say that perhaps Poyarvi turns into kushkin and that's fair to say but i would i would say objectively you should put some odds on that you know how many how many Nakushkins are there who figure it out at 26, and how many guys don't? And that's just a fair question to ask. I don't have the answer to it on Jesse, yeah, but you, you know it's funny, Mark. In the first quarter of the year, I thought he was close, man. I thought he was close to pop, yeah. and he got he got off to a decent start. The coach went out of his way, Jay Woodcroft, to protect him. He suffered a significant lower body issue. He had a bout with COVID. You know, the, here's here's what you notice with injuries, and we saw this with Drysaddle. Leon was compromised, but he's so smart on the ice, he can think his way around, even given his limitations, yeah. and still be an incredibly effective player. Whereas I think in Paul Yarby's case, with the hip issues back during the 18-19 season, then he went back to Finland, 
Like, I think you can see he's got to be right to be right. And I just wonder how far can he progress. So I'm somewhere, Mark, I, I've moved a bit here, right? Because there has been a lack of productivity. And there's also been an opportunity cost associated with him getting those whacks when he plays in the top six. So, I, like, I, part of me thinks maybe they should just test drive him for one more year. That's, that's what part of me thinks. Like, let's just see if he can take another step forward. But there's also people out there that are saying around the league, you know, like I brought up Josh Anderson yesterday. Only as a backup if you can't get Kane done. They need a player like Kane that's big, that can skate, that's physical, and that can put the puck in the net. And I and I think Anderson, you know, if he's on a team with McDavid and Dreisaitl, I think he's a 30-goal scorer here. Why wouldn't I think that? He scored 27 in Columbus. They didn't have McDavid and Dreisaitl, right? Yeah. What's what's he what's he uh, make, Bob? Five and a half. He's got five years left. He's with with the Habs right now. Yeah, like, that's you know, good right, contract for that player. Right. Plus, he's not making more than Hyman, which Hyman's been pretty good and a good fit for your organization. I'd love to have came back. We'll talk about that in a second. But then you know, then I'm trying to figure out. Well, where's Poliarvi going to fit? And I'm at no point did I say trade Poliarvi for 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 Anderson. Because I think they'd actually ask for more goal, Montreal. I mean, that would be part of the package that they would want. I just, I, I, I'm sort of in a tough spot with Jesse. And some people say the time now to punt is to punt, and others would say, not yet. You got to give him another year. And I don't have that answer right now. I'm kind of in the middle on it. It, it makes for bad radio. You know what I mean, Mark? Well. I mean, I, I wrote him today and, and it decided by the end of the piece after sort of laying down all the evidence that I could come up with that here's the biggest issue that the orders have. If you get, They have to qualify Jesse Pujarvi at $1.4 million. That's a fair price for the player. It's, it's a fair price for a guy who you're hoping is still on the way up. You know, like we're running out of time for potential. He's 24 now. He's not 20. But with this player, he's always been a little bit late. You know, when he was 22, he played like he was 20. When he's 24, he plays like he's 22. So maybe you could say that their potential is still yet to come. So 1.4, Bob, as a guy that's he's not killing you, he's not a defensive liability. The puck's not in the net all day when he plays. I could do, I could wait on this stock at 1.4, All day, all day, all day okay. I do that. All, if sure. I was the Oilers, all, I, I don't know if the too. agent I don't know if the agent would. Well, the only problem is, uh, is if they go to arbitration. Now, Arbit, you know what you don't want to do is get stuck with a even a two point two million dollar Jesse Puljujarvi because that's it's probably too much. But you know what kind of arbitration case does he have, Bob? His his goals and assists and points are are very average considering the opportunity he had. I've been told by people that that. There haven't, there's only been one case court arbitration in the last two years, so it's a little bit of a mystery. But there are people who will say to you that that analytics don't really carry much weight in the arbitration process. There are others who say that Jesse's analytics are, you know, he can make such a strong case using analytics that he might get paid a lot more than a guy with his goals and assists should get paid. So that's Holland's fear here is that. He's probably happy to wait on Jesse at 1.4, 1.5, maybe 1.6. What he doesn't want to do is get caught with an arbitration ruling and have a player that's overpriced. You know, it's just, you just don't want overpriced players. Who do you think the Oilers players prefer playing with, Yamamoto or Pugliarvi? Oh, I don't know. If I was in the dressing room ever, I'd tell you. But, okay, you good know, for you. I mean, Yamamoto's, good, good. A, Yamamoto's a better player right now. 
Not maybe not next year, not forever, but at this time, right? At this time, Yamamoto is a better player. Do you know what's so crazy? Probably Yamamoto. In the, in the first quarter of the year, there were nights where Pulleyarvi was no worse than the third or fourth best forward on the team. Sure. So where does it where does it go? I don't, I don't know. listen. People say he was injured. Everybody gets injured. He came back. He skated just fine. He wasn't laboring. No one ever said anything to us in all the time we were going, unless you heard stuff that I didn't hear, Bob, that Pugliarvi nursed an injury all year. He wasn't. Not that I know of. Everybody had COVID. (laughs) Well, right. Everybody had COVID, right? Some people had long COVID, and like Jonathan Taze lost a season. But I was not ever given any evidence that, yes, he Pugliarvi didn't get through COVID like everybody else. Again, he did not look lethargic. He had tons of energy. He played a regular shift. He had his speed. He wasn't slow. So this thing that, oh, he had COVID, cut him a break for the whole season, that's just an excuse, right? It's just, you know, he had an injury, cut him yeah. a break for the whole season. That's just an excuse. It's just an if excuse. I, if I could, Mark, I got to tell you, if I could get him, and I know money matters, but if I could get him sub $2 million, and work him into the oh, penalty killing rotation. Of course second, you can. Why second, can't you get him sub two million? Well, he's an RFA. He's an RFA. You qualify at one four. Why is he going to get more than two million? I, I can't see him getting more than two million. So I, I it's think my I would have that you I, sign this player and keep him. Yeah, yeah. My that would be me too. I think you you, you know. Sign the player. So, Sign the player. Now, there's always a caveat. Listen, they traded Wayne Gretzky, okay? No, they <laughs> you know, sold Wayne Gretzky. Whatever. But guys get moved. I mean, if if Ken Holland finds himself in a negotiation to get the right goaltender, and part of the ask is Jesse Pugliarvi, then you make the move because you got to give to get. Uh, but a trade notwithstanding, I keep this player. I, I, first of all, I, this is what I know. His value out there in the market is low. It is low. Trying to trade the player, it's very low. So trying to trade the player, it's a low, low, you know, it's a low price point asset. You keep the player, you try to get him going. I'm also here to tell you, Bob, another year that's meh, then I'm going to give up on the player. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to wait for this player until he's 28 years old. Here, he's 24. Let's go here, right? Give him yep. another year. Let's assess a year from well, now. That's... See what we're doing with the player. Is that fair? Mark. Yeah, it's surprisingly balanced. I thought you'd want to punt. I, I'm with you. I'd say that's let's ride it out for another year, work him into the penalty killing, have him on the second unit power play, see because he is big. Can he front pucks? All that kind of stuff. You know, make him part of it. All right, Evander Kane. He put a in the genesis of our conversation that led to Josh Anderson was. In a perfect world, the Oilers get Kane back. I think you and me would both agree on that. We're not sure what's going to happen here. He put out a post yesterday that he tweeted out, thanking the fans, thanking for his time here. Obviously, he killed it playing with McDavid and Drysaddle. He ain't the only one that's done that over the years in Edmonton with those two guys. What do you think the chances are that Evander Kane's an Oiler next fall? Not very good. I said all along it's not very good. I don't think it's very good. I Let's make this clear. You know, I'm a guy that was pretty sketchy when they signed him, even because of his past. Uh, I've watched this guy play the whole time. What a fantastic hockey player he is. Like, he's a good hockey player, as everybody who's listening to the show knows. He would help them and make them a better team. By all accounts, his off-ice was, you know, this is a guy who's been a distraction. Let's face it. There's always been a lot of drama around the banner game. But by all accounts, there wasn't any here in Edmonton. So that's a step forward for him. You know, give the guy credit, right? If we're going to dump on him when he messes up, we should give him credit when he doesn't. Uh, but having said that, I have felt all along his price will be too high, and I'm not even positive that this is 
where he's ready to sign a long-term contract. I think he may choose a different city. Uh, so to me, I just don't see it happening. I, if, if you're telling me to make a prediction, and that's what we both do all the time, Bob, I predict that Evander Kane will not be in order next season. So, again, I want Kane back, but if he's not back, I think the orders need to target another type of player that's somewhat similar to him. Big, physical, yep. that can skate, that can play in their top six, that can play with good players, which brought us to Josh Anderson. And, I, you know, yeah, and I'd say it's – you like him? I do like him. Why would the Habs trade him? He's on a good deal and he's a good player. Yeah, well, we have some people that think he's on a terrible deal because he had a bad year last year, and I'm like, oh, here we go, here we go again. You're on bad teams, you're going to have bad plus minuses. Yeah. That's how it works. You're on a good oh, team, yeah. those numbers. Kane hits the home run coming to Edmonton. Josh Anderson scored 27 goals in Columbus, and I'm not sure what the assets required to get him. I, if, if My guess is the Canadians would want Borgo at minimum as a starting point in a trade like that. Yeah. But, you know, the guy scored 27 in Columbus without McDavid and Leon at center. If he's healthy for, you know, if he plays 70 games in the Oilers' top six, my guess is he's a 30-goal scorer if he ends up here. And he's How old is he? Oh, he's got a, well, he's a 2012. Uh, 18 and 12 would put him back to 2000, uh, 2012. Uh, what's that, a 94? So 94. He'd be, yeah, he's 28. 28, he's got five years left. Yeah. Well, he'd help you now. Yeah, yeah. listen, five years, that's not bad. You got him until he's 32, 33. I'm, I'm just worse. saying as a backup, that would be, I, I think you would need that type of player, Mark. That's what I'm saying. I don't know, like, I think we saw the benefit of having Hyman here, a guy that plays a bullish game on the ice. Yeah. I mean, what a, what an addition he's been of having Kane here. How that changed the complexion of the Oilers forward units. And if you lose Kane, I think you got to bring in a similar type of guy. Well, if you can find him, you know, go out and go out and find a guy that can really skate. That's tough. That's intimidating. That scores forty five. That he was on pace for. You know, that can trade pucks with the guys like Drysdale and McDavid. You can keep up to McDavid. Yeah, you find that guy, Bob. You should sign him. <laughs> right? Like, there's not a lot of Anakins out there, man. Right? No, there's you not. Watch them play. He's an unbelievably good hockey player, multifaceted guy. They don't grow on trees, guys like him, man. One final one for Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta Live Thoroughbred Racing Fridays and Saturdays, Century Mile. Free parking, free admission. Visit uh, thehorses.com for more information. Mark, what are the owners going to do in goal here? And what was your take on Mike Smith's availability? Um, specifically the day after the Oilers yeah. were eliminated from the series. Well, we all know Mike Smith as a very confident, sometimes, you know, he's a guy that when you ask him a question, uh, if he disagrees, you know that he disagrees. He shoots it right back at you, which I like, right? Which you I you, like. especially, you especially Me know and that. him had a lot of great, I've got a ton of great quotes and insight from Mike Smith. And every once in a while, he shoots her right back at me through the box. And I got no problem with that, Bobby. It's part of the yep. business. So when I said to him, Mike, at age 40, are you able to be a number one goalie in this league? And he thought about it for a second. And he said, I don't know. That told me a lot, right? He He's not a guy who says, I don't know to that unless he does know. Here's the reality, Bob. Mike Smith's not a number one goalie anymore. They got a backup already next year in Stuart Skinner. They're, you know, you're going to try this kid out. You drafted him. You developed him. He's ready. He's paid his dues. He's your backup. That's the deal. So he's coming in to play 25 games. Mike Smith can't play 60. 
okay? Can't play 60. So they need a guy that could give you 50 to 55 games, whatever it is. His name isn't Mike Smith anymore. Uh, what they do with Mike Smith, that's between Smith and Holland. But they need a proper number one goalie that Mike Smith is not one of those anymore. He's a good guy, great career, all that stuff. He's done as a starter in the NHL. Full stop. Uh, well, uh, Mark and I sort of shed some light, much to the dismay of the Stauffer haters, and including uh, of which there's a couple of my own household that uh, that I'm going to host everything right up until the end of July. Uh, are you taking some time off? Oh, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I'm on the clock here, but there's not much to do. I'll watch the finals, do a little draft, do a little free agency, and whatever comes up, if they make any Wood- deals. But- Jay Woodcroft slam dunk? Jay Woodcroft is a slam dunk, yeah. I, I will say within two weeks we'll be talking about his press conference for a new three-year contract as the head coach of the Edmonton Oilers. Yep. There you go. Great stuff, Spec. Thanks. All right, Bobby. 124 in Edmonton on Oilers Now. Mark Spector, when we come back, your texts on the Ashley Fine Flores text line. Ryan Nugent Hopkins uh, with an upper body tweak, according to Oilers General Manager Ken Holland. Speaking of injuries, I got a text today about a report out of Finland in potential surgery for Yessa Poliarvi. As we go to the Oilers Now injury report brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. Unrivaled experience, unrivaled commitment, unrivaled results. I don't know if something moved in the Finnish press or there was a... Anyways, I, I, I did ask directly uh, to a senior executive in the Oilers organization. Uh, it does Yessa Poliarvi require shoulder surgery? Uh and the response was, uh, I said, the finished report, there's a, somebody suggesting there's a finished report that Poliarvi needs surgery. Uh, that is not correct, says the senior source in the Oilers organization. He does have a shoulder injury four to five weeks to heal. And that is sort of along the lines of what Ken Holland communicated in his end-of-the-year availability. Again, that's the Oilers now. Injury report, uh, James H. Brown, injury lawyers. Trent Brown was on last night with Reed Wilkins. Uh, James H. Brown, unrivaled experience, unrivaled commitment, unrivaled results. Uncle Milt says after... Uh, about, I don't know, he said about 20 years ago, a customer told him a good salesman sells me one truck, a great service department, keeps me coming back. Well, that customer's family have purchased more than 50 units from Brent Ridge Ford since then. The same service department is one of the reasons that Brent Ridge just received their 11th President's Award winner from Ford for customer satisfaction. If you need maintenance or repairs in your vehicle, call Kevin, Margie, or Mike at one 877 Ford. That's one 877 Ford Brent Ridge Ford on the Auto Mile in Wetasco. And we yes, I can get one in. Bob, I know you don't respond to a lot of texts, but you were extremely high on Nick Paul before the trade deadline so if he's just a rental for Tampa uh, would he bolster up the third line could that be an option I mean I really hope they can re-sign Kane and I thought um, Kirby Doc hmm. okay Bob just so you know I bleed blue, uh, blue and orange since 1979 love the show here's to Holland making the right moves thanks from Darren Darren thanks for the text yeah I was a little bit surprised that Elliot said that you might be able to get Doc out of Chicago as well found that interesting. I'm pretty bullish on Kirby Doc myself, and I love Nick Paul for years. Anybody that's heard this show knows that's the case. I'm not surprised he's playing well for Tampa. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Uh, Kurt Hills, the president GM of the Edmonton Oil Kings, he joins us when we return on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.